Joining us now, North Carolina Congresswoman Deborah Ross. Congresswoman Ross, thank you so much for the time this morning. Of course. Good morning. Good morning. Great to have you with us. Uh, I want to start here, if we could. There's a lot of divisiveness in Congress right now. I'm curious how you feel like you and your colleagues in the House are able to get anything done at this moment. Well, um, yes, our politics is very divisive right now. But the bottom line in the House is the only way to get anything done is with the Democrats. Um, We have seen that on avoiding a government shutdown a couple times. We saw it on making sure that we honor our nation's debt. The Republican caucus is the chaos caucus. They can't get enough votes for their own bills to get through, and so they have to work with us. And ultimately, that's better for the American people because we can get some good bipartisan work done that way. There are a lot of your colleagues, Congresswoman, on both sides of the aisle who are not seeking re-election. Do you feel like that's a result of the culture in Washington that we just talked about, as well as maybe some of the gerrymandering that we're seeing going on? Well, that's a very perceptive question, because every time we go through redistricting, we see retirement. Um, I saw that when I was in the state legislature twice, because I was there for more than 10 years. So, you know, people's districts change. People um, always think about what they're going to do after a 10-year period. But there is an unusually high amount of personal animus that's going on right now. And I think that um, particularly within the Republican conference, that's why you're seeing um, more retirements on the side of the people with the majority. Speaking of that redistricting, though, uh, in North Carolina, there have been some newly redrawn congressional districts. What are your thoughts on those? Well, they're not fair districts. North Carolina, as we all know, is a purple state. It can swing either way. We have a a divided um, council of states, some Democrats, some Republicans. Obviously, we have a Democratic governor and attorney general. And right now, we have a 7-7 split in Congress, which pretty much reflects the beliefs and um, the political allegiances of people in our state. But these new maps have been drawn so that we may be down to as few as three Democrats. That deprives people of their right to representation. It is just plain wrong. And it is not good in a divided area to have um, really just an irrigation of power from the minority. Yeah, there are a couple of impeachment efforts, Congresswoman, that are moving through the House as the GOP presses on with its impeachment of President Biden, as well as the investigation of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. What's your perspective on these hearings? I think that they're a distraction from doing the real work that we need to do for the American people. Even the Republicans' own witnesses in the investigation of President Biden said that there is not enough evidence to even bring uh, an impeachment inquiry. And so this is all about creating some kind of false narrative in contrast to former President Trump. And it's wasting the American people's time when we're about to face another government shutdown, in a partial government shutdown in just a week. Um, also, with Secretary Mayorkas, whether you like the job he's doing or not, he has not committed a high crime or misdemeanor. And if we lower the bar on impeachment, we will spend more time with infighting and less 
time solving the very important immigration problem. I was in a hearing yesterday for two hours on immigration. We talked about how we need bipartisan solutions, both for the border and for the pressing labor needs, particularly in North Carolina. Number one issue I hear from the Farm Bureau, from the Chamber of Commerce, from the hospitality industry, we need to get together and have a bipartisan comprehensive immigration bill rather than wasting time on a phony impeachment. You mentioned the looming government shutdown a moment ago. There was a tentative measure passed about a week, week and a half ago. Are we going to get that done? Are we going to avoid a government shutdown? It is my great hope that we will avoid a government shutdown. The Senate is moving forward on um, a bill to avoid the government shutdown. As I'm sure your listeners have heard, the Republican conference in the House is all over the place about what they're going to do. So it's my great hope that we get this from the Senate next week and we do the right thing and that we all honor our commitment to our constituents because it doesn't help anybody when the government is shut down and it actually increases the national debt because it raises the rates on our borrowing. Austin is in some hot water after not notifying the president he was in the hospital. Should there be more formalized rules in situations like that to alert the president and others? The first thing I want to say is I hope that Secretary Austin is doing okay. Mm -hmm. So many men struggle with prostate cancer, struggle with processing what prostate cancer might mean for them. And so my heart goes out to him and his family. I do agree that there should be more transparency when people who are the principals, the people in charge of our uh, cabinet or our departments, might not be able to respond to the needs of our country. And so we need a clear, transparent, and quick process so that the needs of the American people are taken care of. Congresswoman Deborah Ross, we're out of time. We'd love to have you back on again uh, real soon to talk about some of the great initiatives you have going on as we uh, get into 2024 for the state of North Carolina. But really appreciate your time and look forward to chatting again real soon. My pleasure. Have a great weekend.